keep learning, right? Always the things that I've done, like learn, invest in yourself, like you can do it. Um, it doesn't matter if you're a woman, if it doesn't matter where you come from, um, you know, if there's somebody else that has what you want, um, all you have to do is know what they know or learn what they learn and you can have what they have. The future of dentistry belongs to the innovators. Welcome to Innovation in Dentistry. I'm your host, Sean Zayas, and I believe that the future of dentistry is going to be unbelievably great over the next decade and two decades, but the question isn't that. The question is, are you going to be part of what makes dentistry great? Hey guys, I could not be more excited today to be with the one and only Anissa Holmes of Delivering Wow and now Dental Flicks. Uh, so before I set you up, Anissa, let me just say thank you so much for letting me interview you today. Well, I'm actually very honored that you've chosen to interview me today. So thank you so much for having me. So Anissa, um, you know, innovation in dentistry, that can mean so many different things. There can be innovation on the clinical front. There can be innovation when it comes to technology or even business models. But what I'm most fascinated by is that before any of those innovations happen, some crazy person says, hey, why not me? Why can't I step up and lead and pioneer positive change? Um, and they have some sort of belief set or mindset that fuels them. I'm so curious about you your journey in dentistry, and ultimately, like where you're at right now, pioneering positive change with Dental Flicks. Um, so just drop me in on your story wherever you want to start me um, of just, I mean, you're, you're a crazy visionary, crazy pioneer. And I'm just curious, has it always been this way? Did you just know from the very beginning, this is just who you were? You know, it's really interesting because um, when I was like eight years old, I remember going to the pediatrician with my dad and I remember uh, being there with him and having him to actually write the check to the doctor, which is crazy. Right. And I'm like, well, why are you doing that? The nurse is doing all the work. <laughs> and he was just like, you know, well, that's what happens when you own a business, right? Well, that's what happens when you are the entrepreneur. Right. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's really interesting. Right. And so as my journey continued to unfold and to progress, I really understood that my calling was literally to help people, right? And so I kind of suppressed that sort of entrepreneurial side that my dad shared with me later in life. But I remember just feeling like always I want to be a doctor. I want to help people, right? Being in high school and being very involved with service organizations, right? That's always been a part of my DNA. Um, and being in dental school and doing missions work, right? But as it leads to like where I am and where I've been for the last 20 years in dentistry, it really started with my desire to really heal people and help people through dentistry. And I believe that no matter if we come in as a dentist, as an assistant, as a hygienist, right, if we're coming in to work in a dental practice, we are called to be healers. We could have worked anywhere else. And so what's been exciting for me is first figuring out how to create a dental practice that really makes people feel special and really changes the, the community, right? My dental practice, we built 
um, playgrounds, we built computer labs for schools. We put in whiteboards and changed out whiteboards for blackboards, right? And as I started to do that, um, it was actually my business coach. I had a, a business coach and I believe wholeheartedly in coaching, right? Getting people who already have been there and can give you a really fast journey. And she asked me, what's next for you? Right. And, and she actually saw it in me and she's like, what's next for you? And I said, you know, I have a calling to help more people than just the 2000 people in my dental practice. And so for me, it became, okay, well, let me write a book. Right. And that was my introduction to this world of like dentistry outside of my practice. Right. I wrote a book. I started a podcast so many years ago. And I'm like, who's going to know who I am? Right. Like who's going to know who I am? Who's going to read my book about growing a dental practice and creating amazing experiences and creating a great team started the podcast. And that led to dentists asking me to help them with growing their practice and growing. Like I had no idea, even though I'm a visionary, it was like our actions lead to what comes next. And, uh, recently I was at, I was at, a an event and one of my mentors shared, he said, you know, it's really interesting because whether you believe in a higher power, whether it's God or the universe or whatever you believe in, right? Like you will be given something and you have a decision. Either you can move forward and do something with it, right? Or you can stay where you are. And he shared the story of like Prince and Michael Jackson. And all of a sudden, uh, Michael Jackson was on this big tour and he, he woke up in the morning. He's like, I have this big vision. We've got to do this thing. And his team was like, this is going to be like a million dollar decision, right? If we make this change. And Michael Jackson says, well, if I don't implement it, if I don't do it, if I don't put in place what was given to me, like God's going to give it to Prince <laughs> or God, <laughs> right? like God's going to give it to Prince. Right. And so it's been really exciting because like I was called, I was asked, I was compelled, like, how do I do this next thing? And I remember having resistance in my life, right. Having friends that were naysayers or some of my family members that were naysayers and saying, why are you getting on that microphone? Like you're a really good dentist, right? Like, why are you doing this? Well, one, my dad reminded me, you remember you're an entrepreneur. You're always going to be creative and thinking about things. But for me, it was like, how can I help instead of 2000 people in my practice? Like if I start helping doctors with coaching and marketing and profitability and case acceptance, like all the things then I can help literally like thousands of people, right? And so I've been on that journey for the last eight to 10 years, helping practices learn how to grow. But while I've been on that journey, um, I've been doing a lot of inner growth, right? And, and inner work on myself to be able to learn things that I definitely didn't learn in dental school. And so those have been things like understanding digital marketing, right? Like what are digital marketing funnels and how do we have people learn who we are, right? Like I remember Sandy Pardue, who many people know, she's awesome in scheduling. She's like, how is it that you're not speaking on stages? And this was early on, but everybody knows who you are and your coaching program is full, right? Like I learned how to make that happen through understanding social media and digital marketing, right? I went in and became like, um, understood how to build coaching programs. I started a podcast. I had a Facebook group, right? Like all of these different things. I own a dental company, right? And so what's been really interesting is that right now I'm 49, I'll be 50 next year. And I started to have these like things rumbling through my head. And it was like, well, what are you going to do now? Like, are you going to 
keep all of the knowledge of understanding how to grow your dental practice, how to grow a coaching program, how to grow a business, right? Like I've been doing webinars with, with, with companies and like they've been really getting more people to learn about them, right? Like, like how, do I, how do I help now? Um, this has been a question. It's like, how do I help tens of thousands of people? And so I started to think about like, you know, I've been with Russell Brunson for, for eight years as my coach, right? He's the number one marketer in the world right now. I understand digital marketing. I understand funnels. Like my mastermind has a hundred practices in it. And I was like, either I can like die with that knowledge of what I have in my head and all of the experience and the 1.5 million that I've spent acquiring knowledge, right? With all of my coaching programs, like I'm a speaker. I've spent so much on speaking training and speaking coaching and like all of that stuff. Like, how could I now bring it together to be able to educate and help people to be able to, um, to be able to grow? And so that was kind of like the birth of Dental Flix, right? And so um, for Dental Flix, you know, I asked myself, how can I help dental professionals to be able to grow? right? How can I help coaches and consultants? How can I help podcasters, right? Like you're a podcaster. Like I've spent years podcasting. I'm about to start back up uh, a new podcast um, with Allison with Dental Flix, right? Like how can I help podcasters? And, and really just starting to spread the message that if everybody as people, right, just help each other, right? Like at the core of what we're doing, why are we doing what we're doing? One, because we're really passionate about it, right? If I wasn't passionate about helping people or educating, like I would have stopped a long time ago because believe me, it's not been easy, right? There have been ups, there have been downs, there have been mistakes, you know, there have been money as an, you know, as a business owner, putting money in of your personal funds, like making those personal sacrifices that we all do as a dent dentist or as a podcaster, right? As owning a business, but how can we, come together and it be a win-win-win situation where we all can share how we help and we ultimately can help more people and ultimately our businesses can grow so that now we can take care of the people that we actually love the most, right? Which are our kids. And, and so for me, like the innovation, and, and maybe this podcast is taking a very different spin than what it was intended to be, Right. But I, I just believe like for me, it's it's how can we collaborate? Um, and so for me, Dental Flix is is that, you know, it's that one place where we can provide education at a really low cost for dental professionals to be able to train their teams. And the innovation comes in with how we're providing the education. Right. It's not just go and watch a bunch of videos. It's all based on data and analytics, which in itself is is very innovative, right? Having CE available at no additional cost. And with the CE, there's a learning objective. And with the number one learning objective, that solves a problem, right? And so that problem is a gap. And so having team members come in, having doctors come in, getting an individual assessment of their particular role and based on the education, understanding what is it that they're most confident in and least confident in, then now learning is literally based on analytics and data where now they're not just watching a lot of videos and really wasting time because doing more like and working harder doesn't work, but you got to be smart, right? So, so it's that sort of learning that we've 
innovated with dental flex, also having the ability to be able to, and that's on the, on the emotional side, but how do we learn based on logic? And so uh, one of the things that I did in my learning journey was um, start to understand a lot of the models of, of, of like EOS, Entrepreneurial Operating System, which many people know, right? So I actually became a professional EOS implementer. Um, so these are just you know, a couple hundred people that have been trained and certified to help companies grow from one to five, five to 10, 10 to 100 million. And so I went through that journey. I actually winded up giving it up um, when they realized I had so many other frameworks and that was only not only what I was going to teach. I was like, you know what? I can't just be an implementer. Um, so I actually <laughs> gave up that certification, right? But through that journey, understanding the power of data and scorecards and KPIs and setting goals. And so within Dentalflix, we do have performance scorecards um, or dashboards where, again, if a number is not hit, whether it's going to be your AR goal or your production goal or how many people left without a future appointment, tracking that week to week. And if you're not hitting the goal, giving specific training to be able to improve the goal, right? That is, again, innovation of how we're actually learning. We're not just watching training. We're actually watching the specific training to be able to get the results faster because that's what we want, right? Like we want dental practices to grow faster. Uh, we want to have the ability to, to grow faster. And then for all of the educators that are coming in in Dental Flex, giving them an opportunity to be able to teach and learn and help people and ultimately to be really transparent about it. Like I've invested a lot in coaching. You can get in there and say, man, I really like this particular speaker, this particular coach, this particular mentor. And then now you have an opportunity to say, you know what, do they have something else? Like that's one of the biggest things that I teach my coaching clients It's like, cut checks for speed. Like if people already know it, just move forward with them. And so um, giving educators a platform to be able to get exposure to what they're doing and how they can help is wonderful. So yeah, that's what we're doing with dental flicks and innovation. And like, that's the big why, because, you know, I've gone from helping a few thousand people to helping, you know, maybe thousands a year, you know, with, with patients um, that are being impacted by the coaching but now with Dental Flix, like for us to be able to help thousands of practices with their patients, not just in the U.S., but also right now we're entering the U.K. market um, and be able to help all of these educators and companies grow as well. Um, that's, to me, a much bigger impact project. Um, and that's what we're all about is really creating impact, right? Okay, so can I call you Anissa? Because I realized when I introduced you, I didn't say Dr. Anissa Holmes, but for those if there is anyone that doesn't know you, um, yeah. you are, you're still, are you still a practicing dentist? So I retired, uh, I practiced for 20 years and the crazy story about that is I, because we started using specific frameworks that we teach, right? So whiteboards and scorecards and really having a global picture of what's going on in the company, right? Like I, as a owner of a dental practice and I still own my dental practice, have a manager that runs it as COO. Um, it's now a passive income source. This is what we, what I teach dentists to do in our coaching program, right? Um, but I remember that we had actually, which is insane, we had actually doubled our profits um, for two years in a row based on having a global picture and a, a what if then situation. If we don't hit this, this is what we do next. And the team understands and they can almost like teach it, right? It's mastery, right? So based on that, um, 
it was December and I came back from, um, from Christmas break and I asked my team, I said, how was, how was December? At that point I was working like maybe two days a, a week or one day a week, but I had taken some time over Christmas and my scheduler said, doc, uh, we doubled our doctor production per visit. In week 13, and our profit was why? And I was like, oh my God. Like, it wasn't even my manager, it was my scheduler, right? And wow. so I was like, oh my gosh. And I said, you know what? We're there. Like, we're at mastery. Multiple doctors, mastery of systems, and a manager. The three M's, that's what I teach. You get there, you get leverage, you get scale, you get freedom, you get financial freedom, right? And so we did it. And I was like, I think I'm gonna retire. And they were like, when, doc? And I was like, next week. <laughs> right? <laughs> now, it didn't happen in one day. It didn't happen in one year. But I had the vision because I saw what I was doing and making such a big, big, big impact in terms of helping colleagues and helping their teams and teaching them. And I just realized that I love to teach. Like, I love it. I love it. I love to be able to, to help people and um, and so um, I actually retired and that was 20 years of clinical. Um, so I was really in the deep depths of like cosmetic dentistry. And there weren't many people in my community that were doing really difficult implant restoration cases and huge cases. That was me, which is why I had the resistance. It's like, you're such a good dentist. Why? Like, you're not even where you can be in your practice. Why are you pivoting to start getting on a microphone and like, doing Facebook lives and building a Facebook group, like what the heck are you doing? Right. And it's because I saw it. I had the vision, right? Like I was the first female dentist podcaster, um, the delivering while Facebook group, which was years ago was like one of, if not the first dental Facebook group. Right. I remember talking to, um, Alan Mead and saying, you got a, you got a podcast. You should have a Facebook group. I remember talking to, um, to, um, the Maddo brothers as well. I don't know if you remember them, but like um, saying, you guys have got like this podcast, like you should have a Facebook group. Like I was telling them all, like you should have a Facebook group, right? And then like Chris's group came off of it and like Nifty Thrifty, he, uh, Glenn was actually an early coaching client of mine. And so during that time, we talked about like, what he was doing because he was helping so many people um, in our coaching program. Like, oh, I got this hookup, this deal with this company and he was sharing. I'm like, you need to do that with everybody. And he's taken it or innovated and run off with it. Right. Um, but yeah, I practiced clinically for 20 years. Um, I'm retired. Um, I'm not retired. I'm just getting started with dental flakes, but I'm retired from my dental practice. Um, and it now is serving as a passive income source for me, which is which is pretty amazing um, to be able to have that freedom and we're impacting the lives of our patients and our team members. Um, and again, it's, it really just started with that vision. So Anissa, I know I could take anything you've worked on over the last decade and you're guilty of innovating, like meaning it's just, it's so, so the, the what of innovation is something that, that I could just go along this list of, yeah you really have pioneered, but I'm so much more curious about the who of innovation. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that's you. And so yeah. I'm just wanting to know, um, in what ways are you human? So let me, <laughs> oh, oh, hold very, on. I'm very human. <laughs> let me tell you, um, in, in major well, ways. Yeah. In major ways. <laughs> so, so here's the thing. I believe like, as, as I'm interviewing you, I believe listeners are thinking about 
the dreams of their heart, right? So between the lines, they're picturing the book that's not written that they haven't they haven't doubled down on. That they're thinking about the dream, that problem that they're meant to solve. And my whole goal is that through this, they will just get in the game. And they'll realize that the time is now, even if they're not ready, because they're going to have more regret in a decade looking back on the things they didn't do than the things they did that may have fallen short or whatever. So I want to know, let's go back to the genesis of Anissa stepping out of the convention of dentistry. Your coach, which I think is crazy that you even had a coach. So well done. The coach says, what's next for you? Now, is, is this scary when she's asking this question? Is it's this always, like you kind of just always scary? And if you want to bring human into it, you know, it's like right now um, I have my dental practice, which because we set it up right and we did the freaking work, right? Like it didn't happen in one year. Like it was three, four, five years of right building the systems and doing the things right. But you know, right now with dental flicks, like there is crazy amount of development costs, right? Like there's a ton of legal, right? Even doing due diligence on the name and like all of the things and the legal contracts and agreements with all of our speakers and content creators, like we have spent a fortune. And typically for me, you know, I take a salary from the coaching program. I love just like, just keep it real. Like I, I, I take a salary and then typically every quarter, when there's extra money, there's profits that I can make a decision of what I'm going to do with that profit, right? Like I can take my family on a nice vacation. I can put it into a retirement account. Like I can do something with it, right? Like, like right now there is nothing, right? Because I'm making a decision to pour everything that I have right now into dental flicks, right? And, and that's the decisions that we make when we are knowing and seeing that what we're going to do is really going to leave a mark in the world and is going to help so many people and bring significance and make our kids proud and like all of the reasons why. Right. And so for me, I, I, I think like Napoleon Hill was BFFs with, with, um, with W Clement Stone. Right. And they created success magazine and like a hundred times a day, W. Clement Stone said, like, do it now. And he became a billionaire a hundred times a day. Do it now. Do it now. Do it now. And it's going to be scary. And there's going to be ups and there's going to be downs, right? And absolutely, leaving my dental practice to, like, go and get on a microphone, that was scary. Like, I didn't know how to write a book. I I found somebody to help me write a book. Like, I just put out to the universe, this is what I want to do. And then I had to figure it out by finding the mentors and the people because like people look at me, you're like, oh, but you, you've achieved. I'm like, I didn't know how to, like my first, this is crazy, right? Like I decided, okay, I'm gonna make a podcast. All right. I don't know anything about a podcast. You know, that I found this guy, Chris Ducker. He was talking about branding and creating a podcast. And next thing you know, he's like, I'm going to go be at social media marketing world. A clever guy. He's like, anybody who wants to come for a one day mastermind, it'll be a thousand dollars to sit around the table with me. Right. And honestly, it was super smart because it winded up paying for his suite, right? Like, so he was able to get an upgrade, right? So anyway, long story short, I'm sitting at the table with him. And Chris says, what are people asking you for right now that you're not doing? Mm. 
because I had no desire to create a coaching program, to sell a Facebook boot camp, like to, I had no desire to do any of that, right? And I said, well, these doctors are asking me to teach them Facebook. I don't teach Facebook. And he's like, well, do you know what you're doing? I'm like, yeah, like we get 50 patients a month and we're spending like $500 and like, it's not hard. And he's like, I'm like, this doctor in California, Dr. Robert Malone keeps emailing me. And he's like, well, you, you need to go make a course. People are asking you for it, right? So next thing you know, he's like, do it now, okay? So I go back to my hotel room and I start sketching out. If I were to teach a course, okay, I'm gonna teach a course, right? I'm telling myself that, what do I need to teach? What is it that people need to learn? And I created an outline. I went back to my hotel room and I literally started recording it. I didn't have a camera. I didn't have a microphone. Like it was literally me and my, and my, my laptop, right? And I put together some PowerPoints and I started recording it, right? The next week, because I knew Facebook, right? I knew Facebook is, and how do I know Facebook? Because I was taking some courses to learn about Facebook for my dental practice, right? The ads part and like all of the things, right? Next thing you know, I know Facebook, so I'm running Facebook ads for myself, right? Next thing you know, a month later, money starts like, I'm getting money. I'm like, what the heck is this? Like, people are buying it. Like, this is crazy, right? Now, the crazy interesting thing is a month, uh, sorry, a year later, I was in dental town and somebody tagged me or actually, they didn't even tag me. I was just looking, I guess. And it said, does anybody, did anybody buy a Nissus course? And this was like 10 years ago, right? Like, and this one guy's like, his, her content was really good. Like, it was really good. But it sounded like she was recording in a barrel. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, but she went back and she recorded it again. And I appreciate that. Right? And, like, there's so many lessons in that. Right? And then even when the next year I went to um, Funnel Hacking Live, why did I go there? Because my Facebook course was in click funnels. I thought I was going to learn better how to use the tech side of the software, right? Yep. So I go to the conference and I see Russell, who I wound up joining his mastermind that year, but I saw a thread. Everybody on stage, they all had, it was a pattern. I see patterns. That's how my mind thinks, right? So I'm like, oh, everybody on stage, they're all helping thousands of people. I want to help thousands of people, right? they all were giving money to charity. And I was like, I want to give money to charity. Like that's who I am in my DNA. Right. And they were all like super successful. Like their companies were like booming. They were profitable. Right. And they all had one thing in common. They were all in Russell Brunson's inner circle. Now his inner circle was $25,000 at the time. It's a lot more now, but that's how much it was then. And I didn't have the money. Right. Like I did it anyway. I was like, like, what is it going to cost me? I never ask. And I start asking, getting to the point where what's in Anissa's DNA, I typically don't say how much it costs so much as how much is it going to cost me not to get the knowledge, mm. right? And so I'm like, all right. So I put it on my credit card. And my first time I went to see Russell a month later, he goes, again, what are people asking you for that you're not doing? That's my question to you as you're listening to this podcast. Like, what are people asking you for? And it might be in your practice. It might be like people are asking you if you do sleep apnea, help with sleep apnea. People might be asking you, like, do you do this particular type of ortho? Like, whatever it is. Or maybe you're a coach or a consultant. Like, people are asking you, 
like to do something. And I was like, this Dr. Saba Rizvi, I actually saw her a couple of weeks ago at Lynn Tao's event, right? And L Saba came to me because she had done some of my business boot camps, and she's like, can you coach me all year round? Like the stuff you're teaching is fire and I want you to coach me. And I was like, I don't do that. I just do business <laughs> boot camps that are like four months programs. I'm not a business coach. I'm just like, <laughs> she's like, but I want you, you, I need you to coach me. And I'm like, but I don't do that. Right. So anyway, I tell <laughs> Russell what happened. He's like, well, then you need to go send out an email to everybody that's been to your business boot camp. And you need to let them know that now, instead of having a call every other week or once a month or whatever it was at the time, you're going to now have a call every month. <laughs> so you can just keep learning and they can keep learning and you can keep teaching more things. Right? So I did it. I went back to my hotel room and I sent the email. Okay. And I had 12 people, including Dr. Glenn Vo, He was one of them that said, yes. And the coaching program was born from that. And I think at the time it was 20 grand, something like that. Again, I had zero money. I put it on a credit card. I paid $25,000 and one nugget of what I got from my coach and my mentor who's seen people in the same journey of where I am many, many, many times just said, this is what you need to do. I listened. I was coachable. I took action. Right. And based on that, we had 12 people, right. Pay $20,000. Right. So I made like 10. Yeah, run the, run the numbers on that. Right? Um, it's a pretty good return. Yeah. 250,000 for, for my first year of coaching from one email. Now, obviously I had done the work to give them value or they would have not said yes. Right. But, but the point is this, like not how much money came out of the coaching. Like the point that I'm making here is like, those are two examples of what are people asking you for, or what is something that you see that you can do, right? That you're not doing and, and, and moving into, I can do that, right? I can create that. And it's not going to be where, you know, all the steps and you know what to do. Like I did my podcast. I didn't know that there was even a such thing as a professional microphone. Like I didn't even know that, right? Like I, I didn't know anywhere about software. Like when I started my coaching program, I was using out of the box things, right? To be able to deliver and I explore Kajabi and Thinkific and like ClickFunnels. My earlier courses were in ClickFunnels and like eight years ago, I'm like, this is not good enough. Not for what my vision is. I need to have performance scorecards. I need to be able to have communication threads. I need to be able to have gap analysis that lets people learn based on that, right? And so eight years ago, I started developing software. Right. A lot of people didn't know that because it was held for my coaching clients to be able to learn. Right. But I was preparing for this moment of dental flicks for the last 10 years. Right. Because really thinking about, again, what do doctors need? What do doctors need to, needs to learn? Right. Like I've been coaching and teaching online for a long time. And so like this next level of innovation is like, okay, what do I need to learn? And I'm at that stage again, I'm, I'm back as a beginner, as a student saying, okay, how do I build a company that scales to have, which is my vision, like 30,000 users of Dentalflix, right? Which is a much bigger goal than I've ever set before for myself with obviously a coaching program, right? And so how do I do that? So finding mentors, right? Whether it's coaches or advisors, that I can be humble enough and say, 
I'm not sure I've never done this before. Like, can you help me? Right. And so I think that this is something that is important for all of the listeners to know is that you don't have to do, and you cannot do things alone, right? Like if you want to start a podcast, reach out to that person say, Hey, would you mind giving me just 30 minutes of your time? Right? Like we want to be able to educate, for example, in more than just the solo practice space, right? You know, I got on a call with Brian Kaleo with Dykem. I'm like, Hey, can you give me 30 minutes of your time? I just want to know what the DSOs need, right? I, so that we can build it, right? Like speaking to a mall from patient prison, like he has a very successful software. Like what have you done to become so successful in such a short time? Because we don't want to take the long route. Like we want to over deliver from the beginning. Right. And so it's being humble to like not have your ego get in a way and think that you know everything. Right. But again, at the same time, making the decisions to make the investments and in things that are going to help move your business and your family to the next level. So I think that's what innovation is about. It's like knowing you're going to make mistakes, knowing it's not going to be perfect. Right. But doing it anyway. So, Anissa, listening to you, there's a few through lines that I keep hearing. And Obviously, one of them is the massive humility, like to have the wins that you've had and still have that beginner's brain when you approach a new thing and still say like, hey, I, I need help, um, not being afraid to ask for help and not letting your ego get in the way. That, that is unbelievable. Um, but the one thing that I'm completely shocked by is your bias for action. So the fact that you took action in hotel rooms. <laughs> like, like this is where I think you have some uncommon disposition because if someone, a lot of people I know, if they're hearing about something at, a, at an event, they don't go to their hotel room and start <laughs> recording with their laptop. They, they, they plan, AKA they stall. Um, they want it to be perfect. Uh, they overthink and then they realize what they don't know about the next thing and then the next thing. And then it just takes them on this wild chase of whatever's not ready or not good enough mm -hmm. instead of getting to implementation. Now, just before yeah. you respond, one other thing is that my biggest mistake over the last decade, Anissa, is that I tried learning in the boardroom instead of in the marketplace. Yeah. And that means That's right. I didn't let the marketplace say, Ooh, that's a good idea. Just change it a little bit. I shot things down in the boardroom that could have worked, but I was like, eh, it's probably not ready yet. And I just kept stalling, kept stalling instead of launching. Yeah. Um, have you always had this bias toward action? Yeah, I, d I have. Um, so I remember like 20, whatever years ago, like when the internet just kind of came out and there were websites and it was like, there's a thing called a website. I was like, Oh my God, that's so cool. Right. Um, and I remember Dentrix, many people don't know this, they actually offered free websites. So it was a templated thing and you go in. So I saw that I was like, oh, this is so cool. Like, I, I love to be like the early adopter, right? So I go in and like, next thing you know, Dentrix is like, this is, you know, again, I'm a tech, like I build funnels, I build websites, like I'm in a back end developing with my developers, right? So, um, so I did that. And next thing you know, like, they're like, can we put you at, you know, I'm at the handman, I'm walking around, there's like photos of my website, right? Same thing when Facebook Live came out. Like I was one of the first people to do a Facebook Live. <clears throat> and I truly believe 
that the success that I have is because I'm willing to go forward and try new things really early. As a result of it, like the SEO of my practice, it's hard for people to keep up with me, right? Um, my early Facebook group, like it was growing faster than other people's Facebook groups because I started first, right? So like just take action. But the other thing that's really interesting is that one of my coaches says, um, and this is Russell, right? So, so he's a marketer, right? And he says, the reason why he goes, I'm no different than anyone else. And I'm going to share this with you, right? As if it was him speaking through me to you. I'm no different than anyone else, right? The difference between me and other people, what he said is that I'm willing to test more than anyone else is willing to test, right? And so I will test like, you know, I had um, a doctor I was talking to. I also um, have co-founded a marketing agency called Digital Floss. And I was talking to one of the doctors and I said, would you be willing to test, right? Because he had, a, he had some no-shows coming in, very good wins, but some no-shows. I said, would you be willing to test a, no, a, a fee for booking the appointment? He goes, oh, that's not going to, you know, people are not going to want to book because of that, right? And that was what he believed. And that, and that might be true, actually, right? And I said, let me ask you a question. We don't know. Like, we, I don't know, right? Like, would you be willing to test it for 30 days to see if it's successful or not? Because if you're willing to test, you may realize that this is phenomenal and it drops your no-shows. And, and we're doing implant ads for him, right? So he's like, oh, yeah, I'd much rather get four people. And then we're also like pre-approving them for like financing, right? I'd rather get four people that are pre-approved for 30 grand than have 10 people, right? That are in three of them are no showing, right? Like, so if, if putting that in place qualifies people who are ready to go and serious, then that might be good. And I said, well, we don't know. Like, are you willing to test it? He goes, you know what? Let's do it, right? That's how we get our answers, right? So I have done like... Dental Flicks is like the fifth version <laughs> of an online low cost education platform yeah. that I have launched. Like, this is not my first merry-go-round. Like when Russell talks about ClickFunnels, this is like his seventh business, right? Like his other ones were like, you don't even know what the names of them are, right? But what happens is that like you, you, you learn and you test and then you say, oh, and then now for me, it's like, okay, what will make this different than anything else? And what makes it different is unlimited access to CE. What makes it different is that we are collaborating with all of the speakers and coaches in a dental industry, right? And so now you can learn from everywhere. We're having conversations about collaborating with dental conferences to be able to put recordings. So now practices can leave the event with two members going, coming back. Now the rest of the team can learn what those two team members learn. And the wow. doctor can learn moving from awareness at a conference to implementation like that to me is now game changer. a game changer. Right. And that game changer is why dental flicks will be so much different and better than any other version of an online education platform that I've built. Right. And, and that comes from innovation and testing and tweaking and saying, okay, what works, what doesn't work. So, yeah, I mean, it's just a matter of being willing to just go and again, like dental flicks, I truly believe is going to revolutionize and change education and the dental industry forever. The partnerships, the collaborations of companies and, and organizations and speakers and dental professionals. Right. Um, but again, like we had to be willing to think out of the box 
and move forward and take action. Like, what if I didn't decide to move forward with this is kind of my question, right? Like when I look forward five years from now and I can look back and I'm like, Lord, I'm saying Lord have mercy. Like that's how I talk, right? Lord have mercy. Like we've helped like tens of thousands of people. What if I didn't do it? Right. Like what if I didn't do it? So yeah, the key is really just, just my advice to everybody is just like, just do it, like do it now, do it now, find a mentor, reach out to somebody. I'm always available to help share expertise with anyone, especially with what I'm doing with Dental Flex. Like we're mentoring coaches and people who want to be coaches and podcasters who want to understand how to get the word out about their podcasts. Like Dental Flix can help them with that as well. So yeah, it's pretty cool stuff. Okay. So I just need to know really quick, when did you find out about Russell Brunson? Yeah. So I was searching for a way to deliver my Facebook course. <laughs> and somebody said, oh, there's this thing called ClickFunnels, right? Um, which allows you to be able to have a page where people can go in and buy the course. So it had a payment page and it had a section in the back where you can actually have your courses stored so people can take the course, right? Um, and so for me, it was, again, just putting my course in there and going to the user's conference. I didn't really know who Russell Brunson was. And then I realized like he was teaching and he was so smart. I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is great. Right. And do you remember what year though? Yeah. Um, it was like 2017, I think 2017, 2016, something like that. Yeah. Okay. So this is, this is the crazy thing. And this is embarrassing for me to say, I was following Dan Kennedy in 2008. But unlike you, Anissa, I never made that financial commitment yeah. to go all in. I stayed on the peripheral and kind of just got the books, um, maybe got the bronze newsletter at $97 a month. And I struggled to implement quickly and implement big. Yeah. And I didn't learn as much. So if you look at like the reason why you beat everybody is that you're not afraid to, again, test, iterate, get things out there, get things out there fast. And because you get 10 times more things out there, you learn so much quicker than anybody else. So I bet on you 100% every day. I'll bet on you that you're going to keep succeeding. You're going to keep winning. You're going to keep overcoming simply because of your mindset, simply because of the way that your heart is made to continue to move forward, iterate, innovate, overcome, and you're centered around value. I absolutely love it. So I know we got started late, but we were only scheduled till 10 um, and you're crazy, crazy booked out. So um, let me just ask one more question. Sure. So Anissa of today is walking down the street and off in the distance, you see 18 year old version of yourself. So 18 year old Anissa, and you only have one moment to communicate a sentiment to her. What do you share? Yeah, I would just say like, absolutely. Um, Keep learning, right? Always the things that I've done, like learn, invest in yourself, like you can do it. Um, it doesn't matter if you're a woman, if it doesn't matter where you come from, um, you know, if there's somebody else that has what you want, um, all you have to do is know what they know or learn what they learn and you can have what they have. So like that would be the biggest thing that I would say to myself. Um, and those words actually came to me from my dad and, um, based on that is, is really where I'm at, you know, why, why I am where I am, because I didn't come from a family with much money or anything, but I had somebody that just believed in me and said, you know, why not you like, you know, why can't you have what they have? 
right? So I think that that those words I would say back to myself because it's really served me well. That is beautiful. And it's a beautiful like bow on this entire episode of to everyone listening. Like why, why not you? Why not you? And why not now? Um, Anissa, you are a powerhouse. And again, I love the humility you walk in. Um, you are an innovator. Like, so everything you do is innovative. And that's why I had to interview you. Uh, it's just been easy um, honoring you as someone that's pioneering positive change. Uh, dental Flix is changing the the way dental education is happening. And that's exactly like when we look back five, 10 years from now, we're going to be like, oh my gosh, there was a time when uh, it, it still took time to get traction because it's so far ahead of the game. But 100% what you're doing is changing the game. Um, thank you so much for letting me interview you today. And I appreciate you, right? Like, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you have your business, you have your companies, you know, and, you know, for you to make a decision to to take the time and energy and effort because it's not easy, right? Running a podcast, getting it edited, pushing it out there, getting hosts and guests to come on. Like, it's not it's not easy, but like this work really matters. And so I just want to thank you for the work that you're doing. Um, I, I know the work that it takes to put in and I appreciate you. Anissa, thank you so much. Um, I'm in your corner. Anything you need, you let me know. Um, and for, oh, okay. So for people that want to reach out or connect to Dentalflix, where, where do you want them to go? Yeah, it's super easy. Um, dentalflix.com. And that's the place where everybody can go. If you're looking for dental education, um, we've got clinical training, marketing training, marketing calls, marketing funnels, um, practice management training on insurance, scheduling for the entire team. Um, and if you're a content creator, that's where you can also um, go to start the process to connect with us to submit a course. Um, just simply go to dentalflix.com. I'm doing it. I'm going to do it, Anissa. Good. Do Before it everyone right now, now, I'm letting everyone know I'm joining because I believe now. in it 100%. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it today. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Awesome. So much. Well, thank awesome. you so much, Anissa. Awesome. Take care. Thanks for listening and be sure to follow. So you never miss an episode to learn more about what's going on in dentistry. Check out innovation in